Greetings, adventurer. Gather by the fire and hear my tale of three bold adventurers and the perils they face. this Osirian sandstorm. Why, it's you, brave traveler. Come, sit by my fire, and let me tell you of the further adventures of the Grindy Bros while we wait for this storm to pass. Now, where were we? Ah, yes, our heroes, after having defeated Elijah Skug's insane grandfather, flew through the skies on a stolen alchemical dragon. As we left the Grindy Bros, they were flying away on a stolen uh, alchemical dragon. You can't from... steal from dead people. The Bethesda <laughs> games have taught me that, Jason. Fine. They procured a alch- alchemical dragon from uh, Elijah's dead megamaniacal grandfather uh, Mangala Skuggs and departed from the island which exploded due to their stopping his attempted takeover of Galerion. I put him in a full Nelson. (laughs) He did. And you guys are now sailing back. Now what you guys what uh, Matt has discovered or Matt, Elijah has discovered is that the ship is very well made. It probably costs a pretty penny. It's not as large as some alchemical dragons would normally be, but that's because a lot of this ship is clockwork automated. Some real um, artificers have gone to work, so all you really need to do is turn the ship, program, uh, poke in the coordinates that you wanted to go to, and it just goes there. You don't have to sit up at the tiller the entire time guiding it. You discover down below decks that... um, that uh, Mengele had plans for everyone. He had a big book, one marked, one uh, just about Sola, one just about Manos, and one just about Elijah. And you discover in the one for Manos where he was going to be attacked and um, at approximately what time. So using the map that you find in the Manos book, you have directed the ship to go pick him up because as far as you know, he was being attacked by an onslaught of the um, by the mind-controlled, what would you call them? Replicants, green good replicants, that uh, the replicators. Yeah, that Elijah's. Yeah, that Elijah's grandfather had created. And you have Lobsters. no idea. Yeah, that's the scientific term. So you leave the shackles and you fly for a couple of days. And as you get closer to the coordinates, you can see down below the ship and you see a knocked over carriage and you can see a couple people on the ground and you can only assume that that is Manos and um, and his daughter Quinn. And as you land, you see something truly, truly awful. (laughs) 
So what you see, you see Quinn standing next to Manos, who is covered by a blanket next to a fire. The carriage is knocked over. Both the horses that had been pulling it are dead. Manos has all of his armor off, and it's been laid on a blanket next to him. Quinn is holding a shotgun, and on her back, she has what would basically be a sniper rifle. They were both gifts that Mano had given her because she had shown an interest in firearms, and he saw no harm in teaching her how to use those things. You guys should have control over your characters. If you don't, I'll give it to you. Oh, it's Captain Shiny Pants. Manos. Manos. Okay, go ahead and roll for uh, perception. Perception. Uh, uh, Or if you can do a medical check. Elijah might want to get in on this because he's the doctor. Uh, That's why feel good. No one calls him that. (laughs) No one. Uh, I I'll go for perception. Okay, so. we'll just take it as twenty because there's no there's oh, no one okay. around. Yeah. Um, what you notice is that Manos is very pale. He's unconscious. His eyes have uh, dark circles around them. He's sweating profusely, and even though he is unconscious, it seems to not be a very rest uh, restful. He's kind of twitching back and forth. He's he doesn't recog- he doesn't even acknowledge that you guys are there. Um. So and Quinn hey. is is very upset. Hey, Quinn. Is that wrong? What what happened to Big Boy here? We were attacked by these creatures that would ah. melt to the ground. Twenty two, motherfucker. What were you rolling? Hill. What were you rolling for? Hill. Heal? Okay. So, yeah. so okay, so you roll for heal and it does not nothing happens. Well no, you I'm talking to... about like what is it? Oh, okay. Um, as she's as you are examining his body, um, Quinn says one of the last one of the last things that attacked us pulled out a knife and stabbed him in his heart. And you pull back his shirt, and you can see this kind of bluish line directly over Manos's heart, and small spidery veins are spreading out from it. And she says he was stabbed with with this weird knife, and when I withdrew it, it didn't leave a hole; it just left that. And she shows you a knife, the knife that. Uh, that uh, stabbed man that uh, had been stabbed by man. So I put it down in the wrong place, and I need to make it bigger so you guys can see it. That is a huge Final Fantasy ass knife. <laughs> okay, it's basically a long dagger. It's a curse, what, isn't it? Yeah. And what you notice about it is the blade is cool to the touch. It's um, faintly glowing, this kind of dark blue color. And um, she says, I haven't, I've tried not to touch it. I've kind of left it to the side in case one of you guys would want to see it because I don't know what's wrong with him. He he feels better during the day, but at night it, he gets much much worse. Um, I'm so, going to do an arcane check on that knife. Okay. Uh, if we had the piece here, we could look at it. I think it's called in this game. It's called spellcraft. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, the spellcraft would do it. Uh, mostly, it'd be knowledge. Uh, yeah, I'll knowledge arcana. Right yeah, you can knowledge. do knowledge arcana on it. That would yeah, probably be the that's best it. Thing. Yeah, that's it. Knowledge arcana. Here we go. I did an eleven. Okay, you from an eleven. What you can tell is that it is deeply magical in nature. Okay, that's probably why it did not leave like a wound. Wound. Why it left a, a magical mark on the body, and that um, the magic seems to be emanating from somewhere other than Galerion. It's is not it, of this world. Okay, would I have a sense of idea where it's coming from, or you'd need a better role for that? Oh, damn. That's all right. <laughs> If we okay. can, if we can leave, I've been shooting whatever comes near. I'm too little to move the horses away from from the camp, and I didn't want to leave the carriage in case you guys didn't find me. 
Can we get on your new really cool airship? <laughs> sure. Hey, these sure. two buggers off the catacomb. Okay, so, so what do you guys want to do? Elijah, grow into a giant and carry Jason. I'll grab his stuff. I'll uh, I'll spit <laughs> at the fire. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I think your microphone's off again. Or he's just not there. <laughs> I'll grow him. I'll screw it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Um, uh, grabs- Batman versus Superman. Uh. Matt grabs... Um, picks up uh, Manos, who mm-hmm. doesn't really... Oh, he had to run away to get spaghettis. Probably. <laughs> His eyes flutter, and you guys uh, take him to the uh, beneath decks along with all of his stuff and with Quinn and, and their bedrolls. And then you take to the air just to get away from the ground because no sooner than you get off oh. uh, get in the ship and lift up that you can see wolves coming in from the uh, Did we take the knife? The you did take the knife. Okay. Yeah. The knife. We, yeah. we have been dumb enough to forget stuff like that before. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we move him below decks. Okay, so while he's on the on one of the cots or whatever, mm-hmm. I set up a box and okay. a padlock. I'm sorry about that. Stuff. I'm back. That's all right. So I below put- decks, you can see there is a main there is a main sleeping quarter eating area with a table, some miscellaneous crates and stuff with supplies. Um, in one corner, there has been a bowl set up for Puppy Monkey Baby because Puppy Monkey Baby needs to stay moist because he is a sea creature. So he has like a little basin of water that he can splash around in. Um, you can see Manos there with Quint standing next to him. And this area down in the southern part of this map is um, Mengele's study. It's filled with books, some odd experiments, and lots and lots of notes specifically about you guys, about Sola, about Manos, and about Elijah. Okay, so- Asshole. Yeah, you set up a you set up a crate. Yep, I set up a crate. I get something to lock it with, mm-hmm. and then I get a piece of parchment. Do I still have the voices in my head? I put the island kind of blew up. I put all of like uh, Manos's gear into mm-hmm. said crate. Okay. I lock it down, and then on the parchment I say, "Kajit has wares if you have coin," and I just stick it up to the. To the <laughs> you crate. bastard! Okay, that'll be the crate right there. The crate that's right next to him. That'll yeah. be it right there. Um, once inside, you guys notice that once Manos is out of the out of the sun and below decks, um, he takes a turn. Um, he goes from being pale to almost white, and the eye, his eyes, which had been fluttering and there had been movement, he goes almost completely still. He's still alive, um, but it seems that he has gotten progressively worse. Well, I Quinn sure wants hope our, our alchemist is brewing up some pure potions. Quinn wants to know what it is that you guys what it is that you guys are going to do. Um, well, without knowing what kind of magic is being used, I can't do much of anything, but luckily oh, we have we have a doctor slash alchemist who slash butcher who could probably help. Why are you pitting this all on me? Like, because you're you the doctor. Doing? Go to the study! Look up the about the dagger while slash, I take care of him! Exactly. He you're works. the doctor slash alchemist slash butcher. <laughs> okay, then. Oh, yeah, you okay. go look up the notes about the dagger, Mr. Magic Cat Man. You're on you? top of the table, um, Tufty, by the way. I know, I have no control. I've just realized. I know, I'm, I'm doing that now. I'll put some potions now, man, and serve. That might work. Okay. And also remember that the person that 
that sent the uh, creatures after Manos and more than likely armed them, this is was his ship, and that is his study. So I go through all our... In true cat, in true cat fashion, I move everything down to the ground, and I just start going through it. <laughs> I can read squirrel, but nay, bugger taught me your feckin' language. Don't you have a thing? What? I, I mean, thought you had like a little ring or something, Tufty. No. Oh, he's got a circlet, but that doesn't. That only helps circlet. him remember. Only helps us communicate. <laughs> I don't know, Tufty. Go collect like herbs or nuts or flying in the air on the airship. <laughs> Get some, get some fucking bowl, some water. Why well, don't I take some fishing line and throw it over while we're at it? That'll be just as useful. You know what? Just fuck off. That'll help. <laughs> wow. I thought you guys had come to an understanding during the last adventure. No, I still hate the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> fucking meanwhile, prick. meanwhile, I'm reading. I'm like hunched over reading through books, kind of like loudly murmuring, but not really saying anything coherent. But Me looking and the cool. We'll take this as a take twenty. Sweet. And um, so you discover a lot of maps of most of Galarian. You find a lot of written notes. Some of it in uh, language languages that you know mostly in common. Some of it in languages you don't understand. Um, and a lot of it is just mad ramblings. You know, it's it's kind of like reading a conspiracy theorist. Um, um, what do you call it? when they have a, a you know, conspiracy a, theorist? Yeah, a, like a manifesto from a conspiracy theorist. It's like his mm-hmm. ultimate manifesto. The way that he he sees how everything is interlinked and how best to take down um, the governments of Galerion. But first and foremost, the thing that burns brightest in his mind is to remove Elijah's companions because they feel that they are a bad influence on Elijah, okay. and Elijah would be easier to control if they were removed from the picture altogether. But not just them, but their families and their families' families. Ah, shows how much they know. <laughs> I'm going to clamber on top of Manos and cast Resistance. Okay. Which gives okay. him um, magical energy that protects it from uh, protects the subject from harm, granting a plus one resistance bonus on saves. I hope you washed your dirty little squirrel paws, because... While doing this, this it has this mysterious movement. It involves one finger being up. (laughs) And aimed at Elijah for some reason. (laughs) Okay, uh, go ahead and roll for that. Uh, uh, It's against his touchy. Jokes on you, assholes. Girls can't bend their digits. (laughs) Uh, uh. Um, I think we've all. What did you say? Uh, it's a touch, so it would be Manus's touch. Okay. Uh, since he's unconscious, I don't imagine it would make much difference. No, it wouldn't. Because will save. And his will is out there. It's gone. It's out in his... It's it, gone, it, yeah. It's he's not going to be able to... He can't put up any kind of fight, so... Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's harmless. It's a protective spell. Okay. So um, you notice that a little bit of color returns to his face briefly for a moment, but then it goes right back to being almost a pale bone white, almost the color of the moon. Eh, I can keep casting. It's a, it's a level zero spell for me. I can keep casting all day long until they figure okay. out some shit. <laughs> okay. So. I, uh, as I look through like the family, I get a little curious, and I look around a little bit while Elijah's busy doing whatever, and I look to see what he says about mine. Okay, that is in a large book that's called Sola, and he knows about your your tribe in Thuvia on the continent of Garund. Um, he has done extensive research. There's a lot of stuff that's written in a language that you don't, you can't readily recognize. 
And neither apparently could he. He seemed to be grasping in the dark. There's lots of question marks around a lot of the stuff. There seems to be old um, old papers, old documents, old parchments. Um, but then you finally come across one that you can read. It's written in a very old version of your native catfolk language. And do you want to read it? Yeah. Ooh, I'm also okay. casting virtue in between casting resistance because virtue okay. gives him a temporary I one prepared HP. explosive runes 5,000 years ago. <laughs> Okay. What the parchment says is, I am a child of the desert. Bida Allah, come to me. As soon as you read, (coughs) excuse me, as soon as you read that parchment, you can feel a cold breeze blow through the ship and around you. It's not a physical breeze, but it feels, you can feel it. You can feel this breeze. And it has a smell to it, and the smell is very recognizable to you, Sola. It is the smell of the desert at night. Uh, the kind of old, he's the only one I can smell it. Chris, nope, all of you can. Every single one of you can. You can all smell it and feel it. Did someone fall? And, and um, this cold breeze kind of coalesces into a single point in the middle of in the middle of this study, and with a bright pop and a uh, little flash of cold light, a creature appears directly in front of you. Oh, isn't he adorable? And he Fuck says, it. "Dom, get him." <laughs> He says, Sola, you finally called for me. Your people need you. I don't remember ever calling you. Me as a person. Also, my people exiled me. (laughs) That is all in the past. Your people have learned the lesson. They, they, a, a terrible tragedy has befallen them, and they need your help. Let terrible me guess. things. Mm, let me guess. Dear old dad came back, huh? No, 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 oh. not at all. The thing that came back, the thing that has come, come for, for everyone in the desert, is the Maru Abavha, the thing from the night desert. Oh, that sounds like fun. I, I wouldn't blame you for not remembering what it is. The Maru Abavha comes from the night desert, and he collects travelers. He collects villages and brings them to his realm. And he has captured your village. Oh, great. So I have to go find an evil genie now, right? This Maru Baghdad sounds like a jerk. He is. He's powerful, he's evil, and he cares not for what, what you care for. Well, considering that his dad just tried to kill us... Oh, uh, granddad. Whatever. Um, I have a question. <laughs> my dad was a good, honest, drunk pirate. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. So my friend in the other room is dying from magic. I mm-hmm. need to figure out how to save him. What magic is killing him? We don't know. Although it comes yeah, from so this I dagger. And I kind of just give him like the hilt of the dagger and just move away a little bit. Stab him. You, Maybe I'll make him... it a new victim and take do it away from show, Manos. Do you show him the full dagger? You don't have to give it to him, but do you show him the full thing? Yeah, show him the dagger. Oh, this is the Shavat Ratka Daiga. It is, is a magic dagger from his realm. There's no magic here that can cure your friend at all. This is a deep evil, and only something from there could cure him. So, so what you're saying is we need something like the Bibble Dabble Booba Bobble. So we have to go... Th- sure. <laughs> So we have to go to the night desert to fight the evil genie, get my family back, apparently, and save one of my, and I, I look almost pain saying this, friends it's from dying. It's just like when the, the Gronendonoran invaded the Florin. I literally hold the dagger at, <laughs> shut it, just shut up. 
That is pretty much it. Yeah, that, that that's that's pretty good. But yeah, that works. Okay. As you guys are talking, um, you hear a scream from the room, and um, and <laughs> Tufty, you yeah. suddenly feel a warm rush of air. Right, a warm rush of air. It doesn't move anything, but you can feel it, and that begins to coalesce inside of the bunk room. And in the middle of the room, another creature appears. And it's hovering in midair, floating in midair, and looks like this. Ah, hmm. oh, fuck it. Finish the time, I'm guessing, because I'm about to attack it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys rush in. You see him. You see him there. He seems to be holding a glowing orb in his hands. He's dressed in desert garb. He looks at you with a surprise on his face. He has this. He's. He looks a, a bit like a goblin dressed like a genie. Right. Yeah. He looks towards Manos and immediately starts to head for him and hovers right next to him. Quinn screams and runs from it. <laughs> Where's my fucking boar? I Fuck run. you, pal. <laughs> He's penned on the other side of the ship. I look at him and I'm like, uh, yo, Arabian Knights, back up off the human. Yeah, hey, hey, you're not it a back, doctor. It um, backs up very, very, very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> and the little, the little tiger cub screams out, it's an enemy, it's an enemy, it's been sent by him, it's been sent by him to take your friend. Alright. It's I got the questions. Registan Doss. He's a servant. All right, servant. I got questions. You got answers. We can do this the hard way, or I can just kick your ass. It looks towards um, the little tiger cub genie and then looks at the three of you with fear on his face. And then with a whoosh of warm air and um, and a, a pop of bright light, he disappears. I was going to do it. I won't. <sighs> He'll go back and he'll tell his master what he's seen. Well, I guess that means they're going to the night desert. <laughs> do all of you agree to do this? Fuck them. We're going to the night desert. <laughs> I don't care do about you... this bugger here that much. The squirrel doesn't count. He doesn't get a vote. <laughs> I just keep him alive because he's a fucking idiot that I helped once, twice. And he helped he's kind of a pet. Broker a mask between... on, really people of the village killing the squirrels anymore <laughs> i'm gonna go bite someone soon tufty who, who, tufty, who trusted you with his friends to protect the town and pretend i to should have really out. told like the villagers while we were away with tufty just just kill all the squirrels while he's gone <laughs> oh, no. tufty tufty leave stop stop being antagonistic or turn your boar into dinner <laughs> let's see you try <laughs> i'm a cat i'll fry that fucker in his cage not dom his boars will fucking fuck you up <laughs> he's in a cage i have fire let's go <laughs> leave dom out of this dom school okay. all right so i go down so, to to the cat Vita Allah says i cannot stay with you here i'll meet you in your village when you get there have a safe journey remember we are both children of the desert forever and always and then he disappears so, does anyone actually trust that we think? Uh, Vida Allah is known in our uh, in I've our in my tribe. Stuff. So I look at everyone. I'm like, Vida Allah is known in our tribe as a guardian spirit. He's okay. It's the other one that I'm worried about. Plus, the mere fact that the Night King is apparently trying to take take Jason or not Jason. Sorry, hmm, character trying to take Manos. Um, pretty much lends credence to his warning. So. At the at this time, we can go ahead and, and trust him, and I'll guide us to the homeland. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I go and I start making preparations to to make our way to the desert. Mm-hmm. And 
I would like the book for you that pinpoints where your tribe, where your your village is. So we have coordinates to direct the ship there. Okay. Okay. Is everybody right. in agreement? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give Manos a sedative. Oh, okay. It doesn't seem to do much, but it does. It you know because he's pretty much in a coma at this point, and you've also noticed that. You didn't uh, ask me what the sedative was, Jason. Oh, what is it's the sedative? It's a sedative. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big cartoon mallet. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, so you guys like travel. Also, you're going to have a bit of a headache, but... You guys you're, travel. You're not going to be awake. He's Back already in a coma. It takes a few days to get there, um, and then you start traveling over the desert openly. One of the things that you notice is that during the day, Manos seems to improve. Huh, I think I can see and, them deep from here. And at night, he, he gets worse. It be, it becomes much, much worse. Excuse uh, but, you, it's the Meow Deep. Thank you. He's a, his, <laughs> he's a hisset cataract. Thank you. Unfortunately, as you approach... Oh, uh, well, fucking Elijah's a knick-knack paddywhack. <laughs> as you're approaching the village, um, there's a sandstorm up ahead, and there is no way that this alchemical dragon would be able to survive through those winds without being dashed to the ground and exploding, killing everyone on hand. So, how do you guys want to proceed? Just ground the dragon. You want to land and walk yeah. in? Uh, okay. We'll land and, and maybe wait out the storm if we have to. Okay, so you go go ahead and land, and the storm lasts a few days. It doesn't seem to be stopping, and if anyone wants to do a perception or perhaps an arcana check on this on this storm... Uh-huh. It's probably a dumb magic storm. That's a 12. Okay, it's enough for you to tell that this is not a naturally occurring storm of the desert. But that's a 24. In fact, as you look at it, the storm doesn't seem to be touching the desert floor. It just seems to be high whirlwinds and tornadoes in the air above it as if it had been designed to prevent your ship from flying directly into the village. Time to load up some water, folks. We're heading out on foot. Alright, so everyone get ready for get ready for the desert, dress in your best desert garb and white linen. We're gonna we're gonna go play in sand. I fucking hate sand, it gets everywhere in my fur. Uh, if you say this so of course <laughs> it gets everywhere. I killed them all, even the Quinch. women and children. Quinn and I think Puppy Monkey Baby should probably stay behind. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, Puppy I don't, Monkey I don't, Babies will die. Yeah, and Quinn promises, because Quinn has fallen in love with Puppy, puppy Monkey Baby as well, um, she promises to take good care of him. I load Despite up the, the Domnabore with loads and loads of water canteens, squirrel-sized canteens. <laughs> That's good. Um, and so you guys head out. So now, thankfully, there is a, uh, a fairly well-marked trail that leads towards um, Sola's village. So you head out in that direction. I would say you guys walk for about half a day. It's not mm-hmm. terribly far away. And um, if Sola wants to talk about why he was kicked out of his village, that might be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming all of you have heard about a Rakshasa. No. Right? It's a cat demon from the Infernal Realms that likes to come. He, he is mostly made of magic. And uh, he did the bad thing with my mom, and I was born. So all oh, the people, okay. so Great all baby. the thanks, all the cat people, all the cat folk in my village have certain stripes. 
kind of denoting their lineage. Mine are obviously a deviation because I look more uh, tiger than everyone else. And so, and obviously with me knowing magic instead of going into business and swindling people out of their stuff, that kind of threw me in, into the bad clan. So one day I, I decided I was going to become the Hokage of my village. <laughs> you may need to, to explain that. <laughs> so you're going to become the ninja president of your village. <laughs> No, no, basically they ran me out of town um, because I knew magic and not only just magic, but like I could blow things up and melt things. And so they were like, no, you're not a thief or a business person. So therefore you're useless. And so that's how I ended up with you fools. And they were right. I will literally kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget, Tufty's character is antagonistic. That's where I'm going. It's been the way he's been all this time. Yeah, and I'm already moody because I have to come back home. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hate the next part. Okay, so you guys have ended, uh, come into... So, uh, so ignore what the ration just said. (laughs) (laughs) You're not getting my delicious, delicious touch. No, no, nobody wants... No, ew. So you That's enter after, if we survive this adventure, I think maybe a victory fricassee of sorts will be in order. Yeah, you could take me, big boy. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I walk ahead because watching <laughs> okay. a human and a I'll squirrel argue. You fucking poor. As you're walking ahead, you guys have entered into a canyon that is uh, directly leads to your village, and up ahead. You see two large reptilian humanoid creatures, um, both um, weaponed um, and both moving sluggishly towards you. And now I grow weary, and the desert sun has started to rise. Return to me another night, brave traveler, for more of the tale. Until then, fare thee well. Three for Adventure is a Lemmy Listen podcast production, with Angus MacDonald, Scarce Coherence, Jason Harding, and Matt. Produced by Angus MacDonald and Jason Harding. With music by Kevin McLeod. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at our website at www.lemmylistenpodcasts.com. If you like what we do, please support us on Patreon at patreon slash Lemmy Listen. And thanks for listening.